You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 181. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, a fiduciary, a Ramsey Trusted Smartvester Pro, an educator, and a wealth advisor. It is great to be with you today. And today's episode is, Are You Prepared for Retirement? But before we get to the topic of the day, just wanted to say, if you are a new listener, welcome to the show. If you're a longtime listener, thank you for coming back. And if you could go to that purple iTunes podcast app and give Best in Wealth a review, I would greatly appreciate that. The other thing I wanted to talk about before we got to the topic was when I started Fortress Planning Group, I thought I was as prepared as you could be, but I wasn't prepared in a few different areas. I thought when you start a business, you need to make sure that you're financially on solid ground. And we were. My family was out of debt. I had saved for years a runway of cash knowing that Fortress was going to take a long time before it was cash flow positive. I thought I did all the right things. And then when I quit my day job, let's just call it, and went to Fortress full time, man, I lost my current sense of who I was. I mean, my previous job, I was counted on. I was consistently number one in sales in the whole company. People reported to me. People relied on me. I was in important meetings, making decisions, and all at once, all the people that were around me were no more. I wasn't making any sales because I only had a couple of clients at the time. It was tough, tough to the point where I thought I was a little bit depressed. And then you know what happened? imposter syndrome set in. And what that means is you get inside your head and you start telling yourself, why am I even qualified to give people advice about their money and their financial planning? Of course, all the people that knew me called me the guru of finance. I'd gone back to Xavier University and took all of the post-bachelor classes in order to sit for, at that time, the 10-hour certified financial planner examination, which I passed, but still I had imposter syndrome. And finally, I wasn't prepared for how long it was going to take to be cash flow positive. My family was fine. I built up the runway, but boy, it sure did get down and dwindle to the last little bit before we became cash flow positive. I just wasn't prepared. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right. 
We're not going to talk about you being prepared for your business you're about to start, although, man, that is probably a whole nother topic I could do. But I want to talk about you being prepared for retirement. I mean, are you prepared for retirement? I was previewing my MarketWatch app earlier uh, this week, and I saw an opinion piece by Mike Drack titled, I failed at retirement, how to avoid my mistakes. So we'll post this article in the show notes for you. I'm not going to read all this article, but I am going to talk about the five mistakes that this guy talks about. And it's crazy because this guy worked in the banking industry for 38 years. He learned a lot about money and investing. He helped tons of clients save for their retirement. On top of that, his wife is an investment advisor herself. So how did this guy fail at retirement? Well, let's go through his mistakes and talk about each of them, and I'll give my own spin. Mistake number one is focusing only on the money and believing that the quality of my retirement depended on how much I had. How many of you family stewards can relate to this. We're so worried about our number, about having enough money for retirement. And we do all our planning and we figure out, hey, I can retire and maybe retire early and maybe retire really early. But whether you're retiring at age 50 or age 70, focusing only on the money is going to be a big problem. You can't just be happy because you have the money to retire. You have to design a life ahead of time before you retire to figure out how you're going to play out the rest. I mean, shoot, even if you retire at 65, you may have another 25 years of quality life or more. You need to know your needs and values. You need to know what they are. You need to know what makes you happy. And then you need to find the ways that your needs and your values and your happiness are going to be satisfied on a regular basis. And this has nothing to do with money. I mean, maybe a little bit, because you're going to need the money to fulfill your values, maybe, if it requires money, your needs, and your aspirations. But it's not just the money. You got to figure out what it is, what drives you. This whole retirement thing, the one thing I've learned being a business owner of a financial planning company for the last 11 years, almost 11 years, is that it is not all about the money. The money is important. We got to get that right. We got to get investing right. We got to get your taxes right. We got to get your insurance right. Although I don't sell insurance, I just look at it. We got to get your estate planning right. But that's not it. That's not all of it. We need to build a board of your goals and your dreams and your aspirations. And if you don't know what they are, we need to figure out what they are before you punch that clock for the last time. All right. Mistake number two in this article is thinking retirement would be easy. It's not. And here's an interesting statistic. Quitting your job is considered one of the 10 most stressful events. Did you know that? I mean, we knew already losing your job was. Quitting is too. It's stressful for people to be doing the same thing 
for 10, 20, 30, 40 years and just putting the brakes on and just being done. All that stress that's caused is this unknown. And I've brought this up in the podcast before. It applies to when you retire, when you lose your job, when you lose a loved one. And it goes like this. When you're in that job and people are counting on you, you're in a room. You're in a nice, comfortable, heated room. Kind of like when I walked into my office today, my partner switched us from air conditioning to heat because it was going to get cold this morning. There was frost on the ground. And I walked into the office, into my office, into my room, heated, and it felt comfortable and it felt good. But the moment you leave your job and you go from your one life, your working life, to your retired life, you're kicked out into the hallway. You're no longer in that warm, cozy room. The hallway is cold. The hallway is dark and it's unfamiliar and it is stressful. So if you're recently retired, if you recently lost your job, if you recently lost a loved one, you're in the hallway. The hallway is dark. The hallway is cold. But there's a lot of rooms. There's a lot of rooms for you to go into, a lot of warm rooms. And for a little while, you may not even want to go into another room. And then you decide to get the strength to walk down the hallway a little bit and crack open a room, test it out, see what it's like. You may like it. You may not like it. It may not have all of your goals and dreams and aspirations. You close it. You investigate another room and another and another. And eventually, you end up in your retirement room. It's warm and cozy, just like your work life, but you got to find it first. Just like if you lose a loved one, you're in that hallway. Now you're cracking rooms open because you're about to embark on a new life without your loved one. For some of us, it takes a while in the hallway. For others, we find a room relatively quickly. For some of us, we end up in the hallway for the rest of our lives. And as a retiree, you don't want to stay in the hallway. All right. Mistake number three by this dude named Mike was believing the retirement commercials of the financial services companies. He blindly accepted the narrative that you could just, when you retire, slow down for the next 20, 30 plus years and just play golf or do whatever you like to do and hang out with the grandkids, maybe volunteer a little bit. And that was your life and you would be satisfied. Now, there's nothing wrong with golfing. There's nothing wrong with vacations and there's nothing wrong with spending time with your grandkids. And for some of us, honestly, some of these mistakes might not be your mistakes. That might be enough for this guy. It wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. He wasn't built to slow down. Retiring doesn't always mean slowing down. In fact, a lot of us are good to stay fast-paced. It's just in a different room. So don't think like your life is going to be slowing down. For some of you, maybe. For others, no way. Get that out of your head right now. Because if you've always been a fast-paced, driven person, You can't just slow down. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to slow down. I'm too driven. I got way too much energy and I need to build a new routine when I finally hit retirement. Now, for me, I'm lucky. I love this company that I built. I love this podcast. 
I want to do it for a long, long time. Now, I want to find some help. I don't want to do it all myself. I may not do some of the things that I'm doing now someday because I do want to do the things like spend time with grandkids. Not like I have any right now. Not like I'm going to have any. I mean, I hope I do sometime, but I want to slow down. I want to go on vacation more, but I'm still fast paced. I still need to be driven. And that might be you as well. All right. Mistake number four, believing that retiring would make all my problems magically go away. I think a lot of us fall into this. A lot of us are miserable. We are miserable in our jobs. We don't like our jobs. Our jobs are stressful, but we can't think that our job is going to take all of our stresses away because there's still other stresses in life. And if you're miserable in your job, you might be miserable in all areas of your life. So quitting your job does not make you magically happy in other areas. It doesn't magically transform your life to this totally happy person if you weren't happy before. It doesn't mean that you're going to automatically start going to the gym every day or eating healthy every day or traveling to exotic places. For a lot of people, they're miserable in their job, they quit their job, and they're miserable in retirement. Let's make sure that's not us. Let's make sure as a family steward, this is not us. And part of it is building back up a new routine. We all thrive on routines. My kids do. Me and my wife do. We all do. Routines are good. And maybe you just have an unhealthy routine right now. And part of that is your job. But building a new routine is going to be a huge part of your happiness in retirement. And it takes work and thought on how you're going to build up this new routine. And maybe it means starting a business, spending more time with family, writing a book, traveling, eating healthier, going to the gym, learning how to play the guitar, volunteering, having a part-time job. But building that routine is so important. And retiring doesn't magically make you happy. You still need to create the happiness. All of your problems will not go away once you retire. I promise you that. All right, that leads us to mistake number five for this guy named Mike. And mistake number five is he calls his biggest mistake. And that is not having something to retire to. So he talked about how he's a fast-paced guy. He knows it's not all about money. You need to have a plan and a new routine that you can execute on when you're in retirement. And I think this is kind of bringing all of these together. Because when we retire, our sense of purpose takes a major hit. And I can relate to that because when I left my last job, my sense of purpose or people relying on me in that part of my world was gone. So suddenly this guy, Mike, was waking up to days with no meetings, no deadlines. His identity was slipping away and he needed to build or fill a big hole created when he retired. Now, for some of us, we retire because we're ready to retire and it's our call. We walk into our boss's office and give him a two-week or a two-year notice and say, I'm going to be done. For others, we're forced to retire. We're downsized. Our health can't 
keep up anymore with the job that we're doing. And so we need to retire, which is why it's incredibly important to figure out now, even though we're not ready to retire, how we're going to fill that void. And you know what Mike did? He went back to work. And I know for some of you guys, that probably sounds crazy. But you know what? He did it his way this time. It wasn't for money, but it was more for the pleasure of working. He became an author, a coach, and a public speaker. And now he loves running his own business. And this new work that Mike has now is different than the old work. He's got the purpose back. He's got his routine. He's got his fast-paced life back. But the new work, unlike the old, gives him, and I'm going to say this twice, autonomy and flexibility that he always craved. For a lot of us, that's what we're missing from our jobs. We're missing flexibility. We're missing autonomy. For Mike, he found them both. He's retired, but he's still working. So will all the things Mike talked about fill your retirement void? Probably not. You see, you're going to need to figure this one out yourself. And it's going to take a whole lot of soul searching and careful thought. See, remember though, we are all wired to want purpose and meaning and routine. So when we retire, it's about rediscovering and finding that. And it's difficult to find sometimes because being in that hallway that I talked about is dark and scary, but we don't want to give up. And if we have no idea that this is coming, like in my job, when I started Fortress Planning Group and I wasn't prepared for those things that I talked about at the beginning, had I been prepared, I would have been a whole lot more ready to make it through and break through to a successful business that I have right now. And what I wish for you, friend and family steward, is to have a successful retirement. And that successful retirement, as we've learned today, has a lot to do with things like sense and purpose and meaning and doesn't have a whole lot to do about money. Although that's what we're all focused on. So here at Fortress Planning Group, I make an effort to talk about the other things, those things that aren't related to money so that I can get my pre-retirees and retirees, those clients that I love so much that they are ready for a successful retirement. Because nothing in life is easy. And we've learned today that retiring is one of the top 10 most stressful things that anyone will do. So as a certified financial planner, as a coach, it is my job to build people up, get them out of that hallway and into their room. What about you? Are you ready to retire? Are you prepared? It's all the time I have today, but I will see you all on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The best.
Invest in Wealth podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.